Welcome to the Mystical Motherhood Podcast. This is Chelsea, and I want you to create a happy family. I use my background in Western and Eastern medicine, birth, and ancient yogic practices to help the modern mother learn how to live a healthier life and create conscious children. This is your guide to fertility, conception, pregnancy, birth, postpartum, and the early childhood years. Are you ready to live the life of your dreams? Hey everybody, welcome to episode four of Mystical Motherhood. I'm bringing in Katerina and she's going to go through a long process with us publicly of her journey of becoming a mother and her issues with fertility. And we're going to look at everything in her life that affects conscious pregnancy, birth, postpartum, and having a baby. And so she's going to do this publicly with you. And so every week we'll have a new topic. And this week is just about uh, introducing who she is and why she wants to become a mother and some of the main issues that come up with that. I hope you enjoy this episode and you'll find her back all the time through her process of motherhood. I'm really excited for this journey and I hope you like it too. Hey everybody, this is Katerina. She is a 32-year-old female living in the United States. She's working and she is ready to have a baby. And she's ready to, she's on the path of awakening. And she came to me, you know, in a really magical way. And we've decided to track and just, you know, discuss her healing and her journey to conscious motherhood together and to put this out publicly. And so today we're just going to go in to who Katerina is because she represents every single woman on this planet who's ready to bring down a conscious child and who's ready to like look at motherhood and look within herself in order to change and also do that publicly for other people to see so that they can change too. And so we're going to just talk casually and if there's any flaws in this podcast or in this YouTube video, it's not, it's just us being us. And so I hope you can recognize that. Yeah. So I am also a channeler, which I haven't really spoken about before. So when oftentimes I'll drop into Katerina's energy and I'll ask her to go deeper into the questions she's feeling throughout all of these episodes, which will be a long series. And so when I do that, she may say her name three times so that I can just locate where she is and, you know, how she's doing. And we'll go into the past and into the present and into the future for really deep healing, because what... It is to really bring down a a child onto this planet is creating a container, a vessel that is clean and on so many levels. It's the physical, the spiritual and the mental levels that this this high container can hold a really high being because right now on these higher planes or in these what they you'd call ethers, there are a lot of really, really, really high souls that want to come down. I have seen them in my mind's eye. And and as as silly as that sounds, they I mean it's true. They need to but they don't they can't make it through because the frequency of some of the women on the planet isn't strong enough. So what they want to do is just in, increase the vibration of some of these women. And if you're listening today, you're probably one of them and you've been called to hold something really amazing. And so I believe we've lost the power of motherhood on this planet and I also know that 
it holds a really, really strong you know, role that it's almost been taken off the planet, the role of the mother. And it's been, you know, destroyed and, and the art of it has been lost. So what I hope to bring back is, you know, that channeled art of conscious motherhood. And Katarina's agreed to go on this journey with us. So Katarina, just talk like we're in a normal session and then like no one's here because no one is here. So tell, I want you to tell me about yourself. Like, I want to know who you are as a woman because part of conscious, so, you know, part of becoming a, like cleaning yourself out is a deep self psychology of who you are as a person, who you were, you know, as a child, who like your entire history. And so I want to know who you are right now. Like, what do you do in your free time and what gets you going in life? Like what makes you move forward? So in my free time, um, my husband and I love to travel. We love to just kind of just go all over the place. So whether it's flying overseas, which we did last year, we did like four different countries in three weeks. Um, this year we're flying once again overseas, but then it's also like we're visit a lot of our friends. We always want to be mobile. We want to do as much as we can. Um, we have two dogs with us and a cat. So anytime we love them. So anytime we get to be outside with them is amazing. Um, the more outside time we get is the best. But right now, in, obviously in the Northeast, in Philadelphia, it's been horrible conditions. So everybody's still in a miserable mood. Um, besides that, uh, you kind of, um, you know, touched on it. Spiritual journey, I started kind of last year, kind of my path of awakening. So it's funny, once you open up a vessel, I feel like, there's just so much information that comes around. So there's tons of workshops and little things that around the city that um, I always sign up to go to, um, which, you know, whether it's seed cycling or just moon cycles or just, you know, making your own tinctures or teas or just how to incorporate more wellness, overall wellness and, you know, into your life. Um, others are, Obviously, yoga has been one of my main things on my vision board this year to incorporate more of it. And mm-hmm. I recently just got more into kundalini yoga. And last last night, I actually did like an hour and a half like of one of the sessions. And I was like, this is like more than a legit workout at a gym. Yeah. <laughs> I was like burning and crying at some point. But, um, part, I'm a but. teacher. I know. It's really intense. It's intense. It's intense. <laughs> um, I was like, and I was like, and these people make it sound like it's very easy. It's not that well, easy. Well, it's because it works different muscles. Like, so if anybody's listening, Kundalini Yoga is, it's like the fastest growing yoga on the planet. And it's a technology that will help amplify your system and bring you up to the level of where we are heading in this new spiritual age. And it does it really, really fast. It helps to wake you up. Yeah. And it was, I mean, it definitely woke me up, you know, it was great. But I mean, it's an amazing experience afterwards, but it's, it's a hard one, you know, to get through it, but it's a challenge and it's good. And, you know, I love to always just keep myself growing, keep myself moving. Um, when did, of you, course, when did uh, that start? Like what happened? Like, do you remember the moment that like, because there was a moment for me when I woke up, you know, like it was, it wasn't like an outside force that came to me. It was, which is another whole story, but like, did you have a moment where you were just like, you woke up and you know you, you had to change? What was that moment? Um, so it's funny. 
So the moment that I got it, so I started working with this local like intuitive coach with me and she just started helping. That was just like the baseline flashback. And I kind of just looked back at my old self and I was like, I don't even know who that person was. Like, I looked like I was just um, like a zombie in a sense. Like I was, you know, I was like, I don't even know how I've survived like my relationships, like anything. Like I was like really cut off. And all of a sudden I got this sense of just like awakening and a sense of like warmth all throughout me. And, and ever since then, it's just like, you know, once I feel like your heart center opens up, it keeps opening and, you know, there's so much more potential and growth and information. So it was basically like, I guess May, like last year, around my birthday. May of last year. Okay. And so, I mean, it sounds like you're saying it's like, it's a sense of aliveness. It's a sense of connection. And like before it's like, you're kind of walking around like a zombie. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, there's a whole bigger world out there. That's what it sounds like you're saying, right? Yeah. I was in that sense of like fear, just like having everything control over me, my work, you know, it's just like, how are we going to make, you know, how am I going to make this money? And if I don't like this, like, how am I going to get this? And if I need a new car, I can't, you know, it's just like all this like anxiety and fear and control. And it's like something needs to give at this point. Yeah. Belief systems that aren't necessarily true. So in, so with all of that, like what, so the stresses that you were feeling and all these fears, let's talk about those because all women feel these things. And then we're going to go into, we're going to go into why Kat, you know, Katarina is working with us or with me, um, to bring down a conscious child. And we're going to go step by step through the process. But I want to know about your worries and your concerns because every woman has these and, and how do you, like, how are you slowly bringing it out of them? And how are you moving from this place of fear to trust and love? Um, so I feel like that was, you know, that was a really good question. I was thinking about that. If you would have asked me last year, two years ago, I would have panicked already be like, I don't know. I don't know. I can't let, I don't know. I'm very, you know, everything's just like my fear is, you know, it's controlling me. Um, obviously I still, you know, have your fears, your stressors. I know I worry about my husband. He travels a lot, his eating, like, you always, you know, I feel like you always have that. But one thing that I don't let control of me anymore is more of like my job or just like the daily things. When I look back at it, and I always said this, I was like, no matter how hard my times have been with my husband and I, like financially with the house or whatever things that kept like coming, felt like just kept coming at us, like things were breaking. This was breaking. This was like a thousand and thousands of dollars. We had to like work out. It always worked out. And we never were put into a situation where we were like, you know, that we just felt like it was unbearable. Like I, I always tell this to my husband. I'm like, we can't stress about it. You know, we always work out. Even when we had nothing, we still made it work and we were perfectly happy. And that's, you know, and perfect, you know, with everything. So, um, my fears, yes, you know, they do come up in stressors on a daily basis, but I think more with kind of starting this journey and working on myself, I'm learning more to 
kind of go within me, meditate throughout it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in different ways and forms, as soon as I quiet down, another option comes up for me. Right. It's like it, right away. Um, but do you know so, that that's because you're creating it in your mind? Like, do you understand that the belief systems, I mean, this is something we'll go into deeper. Yeah. So the belief systems and you'll, as you awaken, so like the process of awakening for anyone who's going through it, it's like, it's like you begin for me. It was like, I began to stand on a tall building and I saw all the connections and then the synchronicities come in and then the symbolism comes in. And then all of a sudden people, you start to meet people and everything kind of comes to you rather than you chasing it. And it comes in a most magical form and you begin to trust it. And so you begin to say like, and, and all of these pretend worries of, you know, can I make enough money? Will I have this baby? When is this going to happen? The control, it's like, you just have to give it up. And it's this really big process of surrender. And, and, and it's an amazing because I mostly see it with my my clients that are about to have children. I work with all types of clients all over the yeah. world. But it's the ones that are going to become mothers. It's when the world starts to kind of break down right before motherhood. And it's yeah. because those, I mean, it did for me too. That's when my awakening started a year or two before motherhood. And it was like, I mean, beyond, beyond crazy. And it was a process I had to go through. And to clear myself enough to bring down a child. And I believe on this planet, there's going to be so many more women like that, that are going through this, like, what's going on? I'm waking up and I want to have a baby now. And they're going to be needed to be guided. So that's why they need you and this process to see how to do this. Right. Yeah. So let's go more into, um, so, so just a general about your life, just some, some general overviews of like where you work. Do you like, you know, a little bit about your life and then we're going to go directly into why you're choosing, you know, to have a baby and when this happened and what the doctor said to you and how you want to approach that. So right now you're working and. Yep. So I work actually right now for, it's a local like news station, but it's, um, it's kind of like the radio version of it. So news, AM. it's actually, I mean, it's a great brand. It's, been around for like 50 plus years but it's I know in my heart it's not the place where I'm gonna be it was just kind of a path that I was kind of you know all of a sudden taken into since my husband um got out of his job and then we needed more obviously there you go the support control so we needed insurance benefits all the other stuff so and it was actually not bad. It's in the city as well, so it's not that bad of a commute for me. So it kind of cut down time. But it's definitely male-dominant, you know, so you can think of it like that. Um, very controlling the old beliefs of basically how it was done is how it should still be done, which is a little intense. A um, lot of stress, a lot of stress, a lot of judgment. Um, everybody's pretty much never happy. So it sounds like a wonderful place, right? Um, so I know in my deep down in my heart, like that's not where I'm going to be. But for the time being, um, I am here. You know, my husband might be going through another job change. So location change. So at this point, I'm just trying to work. I'm trying to start this process and work on me first. And then um, I have a feeling something's going to change in that situation quickly. Um, you will, because when you change the inside, what happens, like what people don't understand is they think they, I mean, I didn't know it either until I realized it myself. I had to go through the process. It's like, if you change the inside, 
everything on the outside changes. There is no yeah. need to do anything on the outside world. And that's why, yeah. And I feel like I've been in this battle, you know, like I know, and you kind of touched on it, like the control part, my world fell apart. So May, I said I had, you know, like big awakening. Um, August, I went on a huge trip over back to um, Ukraine and all over Europe. And that's when I told my husband, I was like, okay, we're having a baby. We're having a baby. And it was my control. Like he said, I was unbearable till December. Mm. I could not let, like, I was, if you want to call stress and call it going crazy mode, I did that. I like blogged every little thing. I Googled every little thing. I, I searched every type of like benefit for me. Oh my gosh. And I was just like, I'm exhausted. I'm just, I'm done. I don't want to anymore. (laughs) I was like, I don't want to do this anymore, but so I want to, um, I totally I want to touch into both of those things you talked about. So first off, you talked about the 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 job and the constriction, and then second off, you talked about you know like the the fear about becoming pregnant. So with because both of these things are two things that constantly come up with women who are going to have a baby that I work yeah. with. And so with the with the job, it's always an issue because anytime you're going to have a baby, you're you have to make space energetically and people women think I'm just going to be able to come become pregnant and it's going to be quick but like if you internally don't have space and the clearing in your life for it how can you allow this new space I mean it's something so powerful to come in right and so oftentimes I see and if if you're listening there are you know and you're thinking the same thing because I know you are like how am I going to have a baby how am I going to work full-time who's going to stay home like or if you're not thinking about it start to think about it because it's a, it's a real deal when a kid comes along, right? So close your eyes okay. and tell me, I mean, cause what it feels like when you, you're, you're going into this job, it feels like you just like, you open the door and you go from the sunlight into this, like, like it feels like dark in this place. And it's yeah. like, and it almost like collapses your heart down when you go in. And it's like, you have to, it's almost like you even have to wear, I don't know if you wear a suit to, to work or something. It's like you wear a darker colored clothes even there. Does that feel true? I, right. I, I mean, I always wear like black. Black. Like even like, it's like you go from the sunlight, you necessarily wouldn't wear even those, those types right. of clothes, right. but you wear that darker colors. And it's like, you're trying to fit into some sort of mold of what you yeah. thought you were then, which isn't you now. Does that feel true when we say that? Yeah, 100%. <clears throat> Let me see what else they want you to see. Okay. So, I mean, I'm going to say this out loud, but as you make the transition of like getting out of this job in the next three to six months, how do you yeah. think you can make it you know, bearable for that period of time? Um, you know what? I kind of, I've been kind of just doing my own sense of just energy protection and not letting it really get to me. I know there's an escape code for me soon, like you mentioned. So at this point I said, just let it go, ride it out just do what you have to do and it will all, you know, unfold in the end. 
So that's a really good point about the energy protection. So if anyone's listening in there and you, you're going into the job and you know, so either you, either you can make space in the job you're in and you can, or you can talk to an employer or you can actually speak up for yourself and make that space, or you can choose to leave the position and find something new and trust, right? You have to do either one. Because if you're having a baby, there's a lot of, you know, no one's necessarily going to be in the perfect job and, and the employer isn't necessarily going to be ready for that. Yeah. So, I mean, it just changes the, your whole outlook at like, well, how am I going to manage this? So with the protection, I want to teach you a protection that's really, really, really powerful. Have you ever learned to ground and connect to heaven? Uh, yeah. Do you know? Okay. So I'm going to just say it out loud for anybody who doesn't know how to do it and we can do it together because it's something you should do every single day. So you can go into your heart center and you can feel the earth. So go deep and deep, deep, deep into the earth and just feel love for the earth. So I do this by going into a place that I love. Like I love to walk through the woods in, in Marin County. And so I, I see the woods and I walk through it and I feel it. And I feel like a deep love for this place. So this place might be the park for you or going to the ocean or wherever that is. So feel the love of the earth and then give your love to the earth by dropping your energy down through your heart down through your spine, all the way through your pelvis and into, out, out, out of your womb and into the middle of the earth. And then you ask to receive love back and you will feel it once you connect. And then in your mind's eye, you look up to the sun and you look up to the sky or you look up to the heavens and you feel that connection. And if you don't have that connection yet, begin to make it. And feel that love within you and you send your love up to the sky, up to the sun and you ask for love in return and you allow that love to come down into you. And the reason why you want to do this connection between love and earth, you know, the earth and the sky and heaven and earth is because you can't get into your heart center until you are in those places. Like your heart will not let you in until you're in those places because it closes off from all the trauma it's had. And so, and then you can go into your heart and the reason why it's important to go into your heart is because you can create from your heart. You you know the, the story of the, I don't remember the book, The Secret. There's a problem with that book because everybody's still in a lawsuit over it. <laughs> because they were creating, because they were creating, they created it and they did really well, but they manifested from the level of the mind. And right. the level of yeah. the mind works from the planet, what we're on right now is we are on a polarity planet. So what you want, you'll get what you want, but you also get what you don't want when you manifest from the level of the mind. But if you can learn to manifest and create from the level of the heart, you'll get just what you want in that loving vibration. And it's so important. I mean, the whole secret should be rewritten. <laughs> just, I mean, it's a whole book in itself because the heart is how, you know, the angels created or, you know, and it's so important to get there. And so that's a really good way. And then you can spread your energy out with gold energy all around you. So anybody who doesn't know how to do that, that's a really easy way. But always remember, if you're wanting a baby or if you're wanting a new job or if you're wanting a new relationship or this person to change, go to your heart and project from there. Yeah. And then the second thing we wanted to go over, you were talking about, we were talking about your job and how to the plan of moving out of that. And then what's the second thing? Yeah. Um, I lost my train. So it was more about, it was the baby of the control because I was trying to control everything. Tell me about then, that. Tell me about that. And tell us, first off, let's go into your motherhood story now. So 
what happened when you knew that you wanted to become a mother and what was like going on in your life that you all of a sudden knew did some aha moment come or um literally yeah like for you know my husband and I we've been married um two and a half years now well no not a little more almost two and a half and um of course of course as as normal the day of my wedding day they're like so when are you gonna have kids and I'm like I don't know. I just got married. Like, you know, leave me alone at this point. So, um, being an only child, uh, especially from Ukraine, I have like an Eastern European mother, which just basically tells me I'm old every day and I should be having multiple, multiple kids. And I said, all right, mom. Um, so it was, it's been a lot of, um, besides, you know, besides my mother and our family being always in our business, I all of a sudden just felt ready. I was like, you know, like I said, I started January last year of kind of going through this process with my coach here. And then I was just doing a lot of work, like a lot of workshops, a lot of classes, like it was intense, like six months. And honestly, like looking back at it, I was like, I don't even know how I fit it all in and how I juggled my life, but um, it was obviously very good. But Right after that is just when I was like, I think we need to start a family now. Like we're at a point where, you know, we've been together, we dated, we've been together for 10 years, married for two and a half. And it's just like, I woke up and I was just like, all right, I think we're going to start having kids now. You're just ready. It was like that moment just turned on. It turned on for me. It didn't turn on for my husband. Hmm. And And that's where I got so not angry. I didn't like lash out, but inside I was like pissed. I was like, I was like, and I, and the worst thing I can do with him, he's a Pisces. So especially his with a Pisces, good luck. Um, I can't push him to do anything. If I push him, he goes the other way and he just like puts his wall up with me. Um, like so men, right? in my mind, I know that it was going to take him a while. So I was ready at that point. And I want to say it took him till, I want to say till last month to finally say the words to me, like, I'm ready to have a baby with you. Mm. He wasn't ready. And what did you do in that time that like, so tell me about the, the journey of like when you decided and then now he's ready and now you're both ready, really ready because we're working on it. Right. Yeah. And so what happened in that time? And you like, tell me about the fear and the panic of like, can I do this? Will I be a mother? What kind of issues came up for you? Um, a lot, a lot. It was just, I kind of, well, since he wasn't on board with this whole process and I felt like I was doing more of the research and all of the planning and whatnot, he just really didn't want to be engaged in much of the conversation so for me, and it's like, if, well, you know, it was kind of sense of like, well, if you're not going to be engaged, like, then how are you going to be engaged when we have a baby? Like, am I going to be all my own? Am I going to be like, are you going to support me? And deep down, I know he's very supportive. It's just when he doesn't want to touch a subject, you know, I'm a Taurus, so I'm very front forward. And I'm just like, I want an answer now and I want to do it now. <laughs> I'm very stubborn. And he, he just wanted to have nothing with it. So my anxiety obviously rose, you know, you feel insecure. And I think the intimacy level 
obviously it wasn't like, it wasn't a connection. We weren't connecting. And I think just like from, you know, reading your book and obviously after you said like making the soul connection and just consciousness, mm-hmm. it like blew my mind. I was like, Oh my God. <laughs> so tell me more about that. So tell me more about what you read and what, what you realized. Well, just the realization of connecting your mind and your body and your womb. I never made the connection on my own. In my mind, I was just like, okay, I'm ready. Like, yeah. let's, let's start, you know? Yeah. But to me, the work, like, never came. So, of course, you know, being in a typical society of, you know, starting to conceive for, you know, five months and nothing's happened yet. Um, people are like, oh, well, you should go see the doctor. You should go see, do this. You should go do that. And of course, like my panic is rising. I was like, deep down inside, I know there's nothing wrong with me. But deep down inside, I'm like, holy shit. Like, I get, I guess so. And then at that point, I started going to my doctor and the amount of tests and labs and follow-up and this and that. And I was just like, this is exhausting. And I feel for every woman that has to go through this process. And, you know, yeah. but I feel like a lot of us really don't have to. And what did either. the doctor say to you, Katerina, when you, when, when you were on the, um, just to reiterate, so, you were trying so to five months. So the doctor said to me, right? basically, Every test that she ran on me, she always went against me. And she said, well, you're not getting pregnant because you're probably this. You're probably, your progesterone is low or you have PC, PCCOS, right? Polycystic. Yes. Um, um, or you're just not ovulating or, you know, you have this problem or that. So every test that has come back for me, I've been like perfect right. on every level. Um, and it wasn't until that point that she just decided to put me on Clomid, which obviously I'm not one to ever take a lot of medicine ever. My father passed away with cancer and I kind of saw that addiction happen very quickly and it just deteriorated, you know, for two years. Like it was, it was horrible. So after, you know, I was never an advocate of taking a lot anyway, so I was like, okay, let's give it a shot. Obviously, I want this bad, right? Like, I'm feeding, I want a baby. Um, and it didn't work. I, I got my period. And after just reading on it, I, I kind of just stopped myself. And I'm like, what am I doing? Like, this isn't me. I'm like, someone is spinning me out of control, and I have no control. Like, I just want to be done for a second. So just to reiterate what you just said, so... It sounds like you were trying to have a baby for five months and you, and everyone else put fear in you about, is this normal or not? And you're already feeling scared because this whole process is new to you. Yeah. And so you go into a doctor who runs a lot of tests and says, you may have all of these problems and, you know, may put that in your mind and then you don't. And so you're going through all of these fears that are not necessary. So just so everyone understands Five months is not a long time trying to get pregnant. A, past a year, then maybe you can go to the doctor and, and really ask. It's not a bad idea to get a basic panel done. If you think you have a thyroid problem or you think that you're having issues, definitely make sure you know, you've know you gone to the doctor and you've had a checkup, both you and your husband. But 
all of those fears the doctor put into her are unsubstantiated and she, I mean, just beyond, beyond crazy. So some even health professionals say up to a year and a half. I've read that. So of trying to get pregnant, do you actually, you know, is it an issue? There's a lot of mind, body, and spirit connections that need to happen in order for a baby to come down. And I think that that's what our society's lost. Immediately, they want to hand you a pill and say, this will solve the problem. And that doesn't solve the problem. It, health is health and well-being is holistic. And, it, and you have to look at your nutrition. You have to look at the toxins in your life. You have to look at your relationships. You have to look at your career. You have to look at your body. Are you exercising? And do you, of course, you have to eliminate all of these problems, you know, like stress. If you do have PCOS, which we can go into if somebody has it, you have to, you know, you have to look at all those things, but you can change all of those things with diet and, and exercise. And I have helped so many women who said, who haven't had a period in two, a year, two years are calling me. I'm having my menstrual cycle now, <laughs> you know, and, and, and they, their doctors couldn't get them to have it. They even tried on, you know, medication so it can happen. But I want you to close your eyes, Katerina. And I want you to like feel where, like in your body, where is the anger that you feel for this doctor that said this to you? I mean, cause it's like a frustration. It's like every medical professional that, I mean, I'm a medical professional. I know mm-hmm. what they do and it drives me crazy because they want you in and out. So where is that in your body? Like where's that anger being held right now? It's definitely in my like navel. Um, That's exactly know, where I see it. Yeah. Definitely like strong in there. And she's very, um, same thing, very quick, very quick, very quick. And I was like, holy shit, like you're not even giving me. Like, and when I see her in the, when I see you two in the, in the, in the room together, it's like she, she turns around really quick. She fills up paperwork and then she looks back at you and she's like, let's just do this and this and this and then check, 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 bye. Yeah, that's exactly what and she And so did. if anyone's out there and you have a doctor like that, change your professional. Do not question it. Don't, I mean, these, they do just move on. Number one, I am a professional. I would ask you as a professional to, I mean, as being that person, move on, get a new doctor. So I, what I want you to do is I want you to imagine this and anybody who has any kind of memories, this is how you can get them out of yourself. So imagine this, like a, a glass jar in front of your body right now. Uh-huh. And I want you to put all the memories of this woman who said, who made you go through these tests of PCOS and, and infertility and, and, you know, all of these issues that could I have this? Is there something wrong with me? Am I, you know, am I not ready for this? All of those questions and all of the people, particularly your mother, who's saying to you, like, it's time for you to be pregnant. Why aren't you pregnant? And like all that, all this like complete chatter of these people that's almost like makes you want to put horse blinders on energetically. Correct. Gosh, yeah. So put those people inside of this glass jar. And just imagine like all of those feelings of being inadequate and that it's like, it made you feel like a horse in a race, they're saying. Yeah. Like you're on a race and you had to win and then everybody else is going faster and you just felt so defeated. Mm-hmm. Put, put that energy of what happened to you in that glass jar and then burn it with a purple flame. Okay. And that doctor, you don't have to see her again. There's so many professionals out there. There's midwives I recommend seeing. There's, if you're, I mean, there's just naturopathic doctors. There's just family care doctors. There's a lot of options. There's nurse practitioners. And then when you're done burning it, clear light it with some clear light. Mm-hmm. 
and then replace those belief systems with something new. Like, what do you see in your body now? Like, what can you, so it's coming out of your, you know, this area, your pelvis and your power chakra, or your, the middle of your body. What do you see it being replaced with? Yeah, being replaced more with, um, I'm not like a, just a white light, kind of more space. Mm-hmm. Confidence. Or clearage, you know? Yeah. I don't see like a blockage or darkness. So while we're here, I want to teach you a white light meditation that you need to start to connect to your womb. So what practitioners don't understand, like a lot of them don't teach is that we need to connect to our, as feminine, we've been on birth control for so many years. We've been telling our body to shut off. And so right when we want to have a baby, how do we learn to get that mind body connection back? Well, you actually have to like reboot the system and a really, really, I mean, you can do that through Kundalini yoga and you can do that through a lot of ways, but like, I want you to Put your energy now into your womb with this white light. So you're just beginning. You can even touch your womb on both sides bilaterally. And you begin to just send white loving energy down to your womb. And then you almost tell your body, it's time, you know, I can become pregnant. I'm ready to conceive a child. I'm doing the work I need to do to clear myself. And then tell me, like, as you listen to your body, what does it say when you do this? It Basically, the answers I get is, I'm ready. So it's no resistance is right there in you, right? It's, it's, I'm always getting, like, a, you know, kind of, like, I'm ready. We're going to be pregnant. Like, you know, it's we're working on it, and it's time. And I also hear from them, I'm fertile. I'm fertile. Yeah. I'm fertile. And it's like, with that, it's like the spring. Yeah. The spring is coming. Like they're showing me like flowers are coming up and it's like, it's interesting. We're going into springtime. And so, so it's like, they want you to know, like, as you're like connecting to, as you're connecting to this sacred area, imagine that it's like in blossom in it's it's fertile and it's growing. And maybe you need to uh, imagine fruit growing or you imagine flowers growing, whatever you need to do to connect to your body. We are not taught that. (laughs) And it, and it's all one. And that's why we get sick. And that's why those, you know, I see a lot of clients with, you know, growths and a lot of these, you know, benign growths in this area of the uterus is um, from lack of creativity, problems in the relationship, too much pain at work. And so that that part of your body that wants to create either a baby or a beautiful project will overgrow. And so, so this is a really good meditation that you can do, Katerina, when you're in the bathtub, when you're walking down the street. So you want to just consistently tell your body, I like... I am ready to get pregnant. And then for those that are, you know, like even going the step beyond that, I am pregnant. I am pregnant, like with growth, with abundance, with everything. So you just begin to tell your body that this is what I'm having. You know, this is what I want. And then connecting my heart to my womb. So that's a really, really easy thing to do. And another thing you need to start to do is you need to start. And then if you're not doing it is you need to start to connect to the baby outside of you. Have you done that? I've been, well, from reading your book. So basically, um, yeah. So mind boggling once again, as soon as, um, you know, I read your book, then all of a sudden all these 
you know, I follow different people on a lot more posts on my Instagram, but a lot about spiritual, just like, um, you know, pregnant women. And it's not like, you know, a actual picture is just like more of a cartoon kind of layout, but, um, kind of it, what made me like, I don't know, put it together. It's like we choose or, you know, I chose my own mother for a certain reason. Um, and basically, you know, our children, my child is out there waiting to choose me when, you know, when I'm opening myself up to this point. So, I mean, obviously you can go more into this because you know, like it makes more sense, but like for me, like just to make that connection, I was like, Oh my God, like it's, it's just, it makes sense. Yes. You know, I can't just create with a baby with a pill. No. <laughs> like, there's something wrong about this process. Something's not working. So what I wanted to mention, um, so when we got back from our trip um, from Europe in August, oh, it was like uh, actually started of um, September. I did find out I was pregnant. Mm-hmm. Like, <clears throat> I guess I was a week late on my period and I was like, oh, this is odd. So I took in the test and it came out positive. And I was like, you know, and of course it was like, I was like, oh my God, like it worked, you know, it just, everything was fine. And then a week later I got my period. So um, to me, you know, obviously when I went to a professional, whatever, they're like, well, it was a chemical pregnancy. And it also doesn't mean that you were actually pregnant. It just might've been the hormone just being really high. Mm -hmm. I was like, whatever it is at this point, I don't want to know. It's over with. Right. And I was by myself when I found out because my husband was traveling. So there was another like, you know, kind of negativity on top of, you know, the whole, right. The whole, the whole process. But do you agree at that moment in time, you know, we can go into that if it's causing anything like, that's a whole nother episode I'd really like to like to do with women is, and I'll have, I'm sure other guests, but you know, like I'd like to go in if like miscarriages are a big deal and they are, I mean, if that, I don't know, we're not going to go into that today, but like anyone who's had one, don't just mark it off. If you've had a traumatic birth before, or you've had a miscarriage, don't let medical professionals make it no big deal because it's, yeah. it's a memory within your body that can yeah. happen. You know, we don't, we need to figure out why it's happening. Like, do you need to change your diet? Do you need to, you know, you strengthen your uterine lining? What do we need to do to create a vessel that will hold the child? Do you need to have a certain mantra? And it's, it's more than just a pill. Exactly what you're saying. No. So, but yeah, so that connection, I was, you know, once, like, obviously I saw that and then like all these, obviously feel like, and you know, our social media follows us whenever we say, <laughs> so I was just like, there's, there's a disconnect between everybody and we just turn to an easy route. Yeah. You know? So what you're saying is true and we don't really recognize it is we always kind of look at the relationships like our mother and all these people in our life as if like there are, you know, they're the problem and it's not, they're just a reflection to help you grow. And you chose and created all of these people. And so with what women need to understand, if you're wanting to have a baby or you've had a baby, each child brings its own vibration and frequency to the family. So some children may bring wealth. Some children may bring a love of like, 
I don't know, animals, you know, and you'll find like, all well, you said, you got all these dogs or <laughs> am I, my child, I'll go into a story another time. My child got me meditating. I didn't know what Kundalini yoga was. I started chanting in the mornings, cr- crazy, like a crazy woman. And I was like, what happened? But it was after the fourth month and she came in and it was her. And so we can call down the type of soul we wanted. We want to call down and ancient yogis would do this. I mean, 40 years before the child was born. So it's not, you can, it's, if you're out there and you're thinking about having a baby or you are, have had a child and you know, you want to have one in four years or in six months, start now. It's never too early to connect to the child. And the way you do it, so you can close your eyes right now is you just begin to have an inner conversation with this soul. And you'll be surprised. It may speak back to you and it may actually send you things. Like you say like, Hey, so let's say you want to have a soul with money. Like you need money in your life to create, you know, the safety that's like a new house. Like I need a, I need a house to have you ask that soul, begin to create a communication with this higher. It could be the soul or something bigger than you ask for the prayer. You know, I need a house to have a baby get that for me, figure it out, you know, and you'll find amazing things will transpire once you believe in this bigger power. So you can connect to these children through, through prayer, through just at night in the bathtub, when you're walking, you don't need to do it as I'm afraid to sit down and meditate. If you don't know how to do that yet, don't worry. You know, you'll, just start the communication so that when you actually conceive the child, you can, can begin to communicate with the child inside of you and you'll be, the bond starts inside. It's not like right after birth, like they're saying the skin to skin, the bond starts with the child inside because you're programming the child, which is a whole nother section we'll go into. So first off for you, since you're just in the beginning of this process with conscious conception is we're going to go through so many things with you. So just so you understand, I want to look at your nutrition I want to look at, so one thing I want to talk about nutrition is just so you understand 74% of women are lacking the proper nutrients needed to carry a child. And so if you have another child in three years, that child is the DNA of that child will be affected because that child doesn't have enough nutrients because we're so nutrient depleted. And so I want, because it's all a bigger picture. And I mean, these are the things that the typical medical professionals won't go into. So I'm going to have you, I'm going to ask you for the next time we speak to write your food down, everything okay. you eat for three days. And yeah. we'll, we'll go over it and we'll look at your diet and we'll look at that. And then we'll go over supplements. We'll go over sleep. We'll go over meditation. We'll go over all the belief systems of anything that's limiting you. But in the meantime, let's say you happen to get pregnant. Let's say you get pregnant next month. I do want you to to understand, and we'll go into so much more. Even when you're pregnant, you can clear it all so that you don't pass it on to the baby. So it doesn't matter to me, you know, as long as I I want you to, I want to bump your nutrition up for sure. But even if you get pregnant a little bit later, we can still work with the belief systems through the whole pregnancy. It's an amazing process. But with the conscious conception, it's in my book, Mystical Motherhood. But you don't need to have sex multiple, multiple, multiple times in order to conceive. You'd want to make that event a really, really good one. And you also want to make sure you remember the day you conceive so that it becomes like an amplified event. So if you are ovulating and you're, you're hopefully you know, watching when you're ovulating, create like a day of like, this is going to be the day I bring down this child. Okay. And do you know anything about, have you read this part of my book or... Uh, bringing the like, child down. Basically, once when you're 
obviously in conception. Yeah. Yes, I did read that part. Okay. So do you have questions about it or do you want me to just speak about it? Yeah. No, go into it a little more because it's just like, I feel like, you know, it's also like, how do I don't, I think I have to, you know, keep doing it because it's kind of just like an odd foreign, like foreign thing. Totally. Right. What most people do when they have sex and they're having a child is they get drunk or they go have a big dinner and then they have sex, right? (laughs) And it's like, that's like the American way. And so we, (laughs) or the way all over the world, and we're doing it the opposite way. And if you, I mean, some people, most people don't plan their pregnancies, but if you're one out there and you're, or you are, you know, are having infertility problems or anything like that, you have the opportunity to plan it. And so, um, on the time you're ovulating, you'll know by taking your temperature or, you know, you're using a kit, whatever's necessary, do it on, so create a special event. And for the three days, it's a 72 hour window before this high ovulation period, you want to amplify yourself to like a high degree. So this would be since you're doing Kundalini yoga, which we'll go into why you want to do that, um, later, but you want to, you know, you could do a yoga class. Anybody could do a yoga class. You could do long baths, um, but you don't right. want to have sex with your partner. It's like you want to create the space so that, and the reason for this is that the, the sperm actually becomes thinner and not as potent if he's masturbating, over masturbating, or he's, you know, it just doesn't, I mean, it would make sense, right? It becomes thinner. It's just not like that strong, thicker white substance, like the yogurt. So you want to ask him first off not to, masturbate a lot and you want to make sure that he's as clean as you. So let's say your husband, if you have a husband or he's smoking marijuana and we'll go into drugs and alcohol in another episode, but no, no drugs, no alcohol, no smoking. And it's like, just, even if he won't, if he's like a smoker, just be like, just for this one day, you know, just don't do it for a week because a lot of men are like, I smoke weed or we, you know, a lot of women are just don't do it in the time of conception because it slows down the energy of the sperm. And so the way the sperm hits the ovum will create the energetic frequency of the child. It's the base energetic frequency of the child. And so it's a bigger deal than you think. And so you want your minds. So talking about aligning with with your mind, you want your, your minds to be aligned. You want to be in deep connection with your partner. So you want the, you know, you want the experience to be loving and connecting and so that there's no fighting between you. If there's any sort of issues, you want to talk them out beforehand and you want to go into it of like, okay, I mean, the the goal is we're both doing this together now that he's ready and you can follow along in my book exactly how to do it. But you want to, you know, you want to massage each other for three days ahead and you want to text each other and be like really, really loving. And then you want to make the sexual event in a sacred space where all the doors are closed um, like your room is clean, your house is clean. You create a temple like the goddess, like, you know, a priestess would. And then you don't go and have a heavy meal and you have sex in this loving environment and you're calling down that soul. And then when you, hopefully if you have a meditation practice, you can sit up and you can meditate after, but it's so powerful. This is all in my book, mystical motherhood. And then you allow that to happen and, and you'll, you may know at the moment it occurs. So mm-hmm. if it does happen before, you know, we go through all these other steps, that's, I just wanted to touch into that and we'll go into it later. But do you have any questions yeah. about that? No, no, no. You explained it really good because I think reading it and then just like not, you know, getting a better, like 
in depth, like explaining just like how the process should work. Um, you know, this just makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And so you're connecting to the baby long before you have it. So you're just starting to let your body know I'm ready for this. Like most of the time, all the women are running around. They've got, you've got too much going on. Like what you were saying, like I was, I was working, I was doing too many, I was doing all these things I was doing, doing, doing. And really what's about is receiving. Katerina and my conversation continued, but I had to stop it there. We're going to bring back Katerina every single week, and she's going to go through a deep process of working through fertility issues and issues with her partner and issues with her own health before she conceives this child and then into her pregnancy. And she's willing to share this all with the public because we all know we grow from watching one another. And so I hope you return for different episodes for um, Katerina and you see her process and her growth. I'll also bring in other guests that are similar to Katerina, uh, other mothers that have gone through this process of awakening and also conscious motherhood in their own way and healing themselves because that's what this is all about. This podcast is, is healing women on a more massive scale so we can change this planet. If you liked this podcast or it helped you, please subscribe, uh, leave a note for me. If you have any questions or concerns you want to write in, you can find uh, me at mysticalmotherhood.com. My book, Mystical Motherhood, is available on Amazon and we're on all social media outlets, specifically YouTube and Instagram. And I look forward to seeing you at our next episode.
Well, 